What's up, what's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Here we go. We got a few special guests in the building. I got all three ladies from Lady Parts Productions. Allie Edwards, Sophia Castillo, and Mary Elizabeth Monda. They are here to promote their new movie, August at 22. August at 22 is, it's a, it's a good film. Um, it's making its way around the um, independent film festivals right now. Uh, quick synopsis of it. Um, it. Well, well, when I talk about film festivals, it's um, actually it's being screened at the New Jersey International Film Festival this weekend. This film has already won awards at the uh, Bushwick Film Festival, Queens World Film Festival, Northeast Film Festival, and La Femme International Film Fest. But synopsis of the movie, um, the quick way I can say this is, it's like, it captures the difficult time for many people, the period between graduation of college and struggling to find yourself, reconnecting with old friends, struggling to maintain friendships that were never there before it's 90 minutes but it's packed full of a lot of uh events that just makes you feel a type of way so i get a chance to talk with ali sophia and mary in this podcast but before we talk to them we gotta pay a few bills everything related to the oh by the way i forgot much like all of our interviews um where a lot of them i should say they're on our YouTube page, so go to Sam. Show, um, go to YouTube slash Just Talking with Sam. No G and talking, just talking with Sam, and you can catch up. You can see these interviews full, right, right in person. Speaking of the podcast itself, you can go to the home for everything related to the podcast. That is SamShowNation.com. Your home related to everything. Just talking with Sam. My Eagle Eye people, for the last 13 years I've been doing this podcast, there's a donate button on the homepage and current promotions page. Hey, hit that donate button and feel, with, just 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 give whatever makes you feel like a good person. I guarantee every single solitary red cent go right back into this podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. This podcast has been um, profitable. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say profitable. Prosperity. It, it's, been, it's been doing good do to people like you and your generosity so please do that we can pay some bills around here and we can keep the free money free but those who love the podcast or want a little bang for their buck want a little sauce for their words you can always go to samshownation.com you can hit the store link and get all you just talking with sam swag right then and there whether that be t-shirts hats um stickers whatever you need to show the world that you love this podcast is all right there so please go to samshownation.com your home for everything related to just talk with sam podcast uh speaking of the podcast you can always go to samshownation.com you get the podcast link right there on the page and catch it you can listen to it right then and there on the website you catch up on all your favorite podcasts you can listen to it again if you want to hear it again it's all right there but those who don't listen to podcasts or you have your own way of listening to podcasts this podcast is wherever podcasts can be found that is iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Amazon, you name it, CastBox, if you still use it, I still use it, I ain't gonna hate on CastBox, I, I still use it, um, did I say TuneIn? I think I said TuneIn, Stitcher, all, all, all the places, wherever podcasts can be found, just put in Just Talking With Sam, No G and Talking, Just Talking With Sam, No G and Talking, you can listen to it wherever podcasts can be found. We got a few sponsors this week. Um, the first sponsor 
um, of this great podcast that I have here is the good folks at um, Target. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, Sam's Club. Look, right now, between now and July 31st, go to samshownation.com, click the Sam's Club link, and you can join now and get 50% off your club memberships. All of your bulk purchases, all of your, um, if you need a lot of something real quick, you can go to your friendly neighborhood Sam's Club and get it right there, but if you go to samshownation.com, you can save 50% off your uh, membership fee. And by doing that, you can get all the things that you need. Maybe you need a boatload of Coca-Cola. Sam's Club got you. Maybe you're doing some uh, charity work or you're doing something outside. You're doing something with the kids. They have a lot of chips, cakes, pies, whatever for the kids. Maybe you just like buying in bulk. That's fine. You can do that that way. Maybe you need some outdoor patio. Whatever. Sam's Club got you. And that also works for online accounts, too. Because sometimes, hey, you're buying in bulk, but you ain't got a lot of time. You go to samshownation.com. You can click the Sam's Club link. Once you get that membership, you can order stuff. Whatever stuff you need. You can go to samshownation.com. Click the um, Sam's Club link. Order your stuff. And they'll pack it up. They'll have it waiting on you. So you can put that stuff in your car and you can do stuff. Save some time. You can do it that way. But right now, between now and uh, July 31st, Get 50% off your club membership by going to samshownation.com. That's my gift to you. So please, Sam helping Sam helping you. So please, go to samshownation.com, click the Sam's Club link, get 50% off your club membership. Thank me later. Next sponsor to good folks at Paramount Plus. Look, it's the summertime. I don't know if you know this or not. There's a writer's strike. And I don't know if you know this or not. There's an actor's strike. You know what that means? This is a great time to catch up on some of the shows you missed. And the best way to do it is go to samshownation.com and hit Paramount Plus. A mountain of entertainment. You know, they got plans starting at $4.99 a month and you can cancel any time. You can stream those big movies that just came out like Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. You can watch Top Gun Maverick, Scream 6. You can catch up on some sports. Maybe you want to check out that... UEAFA Championship League you can do it that way you catch up on some baseball and the NFL is right around the corner live sports right then and there don't miss a game no sweat CBS Sports HQ is on 24-7 365 covering all the highlights of whatever you miss so please go to samshownation.com click the Paramount Plus link it's a mountain of entertainment with plans starting at $4.99 a month go ahead it's a mountain of entertainment and lastly, certainly not leastly, it's the good folks at Target. And if you go to Target right now, we are smack dab in the middle of Circle Week. Circle Week is Target's biggest sale of the season. And they got sales on anything that you can need. But the only thing we ask you to do is go to samshownation.com. You click that link. And by clicking the link at Circle Week, like for starters, they give you bonuses too. Do you know you get a free $10 gift card from Target when you spend $40 or more on health and beauty products? There you go. $10 right there in your pocket. Or do you know you get free $15 gift card if you spend over $50 on household items? Who are we kidding? You ran that risk anyway. So please go to samshownation.com. 
Click the target link and join Circle Week, the biggest sale of the season. Get what you need. Get some free gift cards out of it. If not, get a great discount. And you don't even have to go to the store. You go to samshownation.com. You can order your stuff. They'll take it right to your car. Maybe you can pick it up in the store. Or maybe you forgot something. You can pick it up and still walk around and be a part of Circle Week. So please, Circle Week at Target via samshownation.com. So, that's all I got right now. I'm going to sit down have a nice little chat with my new good friends, Allie, Sophia, and Mary Elizabeth. Um, and we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about the new movie, August at 22. I will see you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talking Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talking Sam Podcast. Put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I don't know this till like right now. Seriously. You on iTunes, Joe. But it's obvious if the audience listen, we, we never write this out. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Uh, technical difficulties aside, we start. I don't know if you guys know about us or how we do it, but we start off every podcast with the over the top intro, mainly because we are sovereignly grateful for any guest, especially those of your magnitude who just graces with our presence. So we're going to start it off right now based on how I see you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Our first guest hails from the boroughs of homes and churches, better known as Brooklyn, New York. You loved her in Phoenix Rising. She kept between us. You are going to love her as Cal in August at 22. And she is one of one of three founders of Lady Parts Productions. And most importantly, Peyton's doggy mama, my second guest. Sophia Cantor, she is from Southern California by way of Brooklyn, New York. You may know her from her works as The Good Choices, 2008, and now the director of August at 22. She is also one-third of the founders of Lady Parts Production and also a hyperactive renaissance woman. We will get into what that means in a few minutes. And lastly... And certainly, not leastly, she is the pride of Canfield Senior High School Student Council. All the way from 
Youngstown, Ohio. Let's test this out and see if it works. And currently resides in Brooklyn, New York. You may know her from her various projects along the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Beat Saber. Thanks for that, by the way. Um, she is also one third of the founders of Lady Parts Production and is the producer guiding this film. Mary Sophia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, it was my childhood dog <laughs> who died like two years ago. We um we have a pretty good research department. That's some internet sleuthing right there. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I want uh, we start off by doing that because this film was great. I loved it. Me and my wife, we sat down, we watched it. And um, you guys hit a nerve. And that's my first question. The uh, first thing you did, you captured a very difficult time of people. I, myself, I, I am a product of Eastern Michigan University. And I know that period between graduation and I want to say grown-up world, where you're trying yeah. to figure yourself out. You're trying to figure out what makes your focus what's going on what made you focus on this specific period of time yeah so um great question i was going through my own august at 22 um so i started writing this kind of i just graduated college i'd moved to new york i had made all of these amazing complicated incredible friendships and as I was doing that, I kind of was just writing away. I kept a diary. I was writing little scenes based on, you know, events or big moments that had happened, whether it'd be like a date that had gone terribly wrong or like the best audition I'd ever had. So I started writing scenes. And then after, you know, five or six or so scenes, I was like, wait a minute, this is a film. Um, and it's an important film. And I know it's an important film because I'm living it right now. And I feel insane. So if I can like find a way to get this insanity and these emotions and this instability down on a page and then bring it back to life, um, well, then I have I've done something that's universal. So the more personal I can get, the more universal it'll be. Um, so that's kind of how how I decided to right August at 22. Um, I knew that, you know, I was going through it and it was important to me and I had to say it. So if I had to say it, I thought someone's got to relate to it. I hoped. Exactly. And we all kind of relate to it, even though this is, I don't want to say autobiographical, but it, it is something that hit a lot of people. Granted, I wasn't exactly, um, uh, I, I wasn't an actor. Uh, I went to school for right. a business. And, right. But that period, that let's say June through October, is just nothing. It, I mean, yeah. like it, it's just you don't you don't know who to trust, what is going on, and d no yeah. one mailed me my adult card. Uh, <laughs> no one, no one gave me instructions. Hey, congratulations. All right, get out of here. Yeah, an absolutely. Sophia and I have talked about this a lot. Actually, we all have talked about this a lot. It really, so 
August of 22 is a coming of age film. It's not, you know, many coming of age films happen when, you know, you're in your early teens, you're hitting puberty, you're growing up then, but there's the second coming of age that happens when you hit, when you graduate from college, you're out thrown into the real world and you're like, what now? Because you kind of have nothing and you want everything. And there are other coming of ages. I think, you know, I'm hitting another coming of age now, entering my, you know, 30s and uh, thinking about getting married and, and starting families and my what my work life looks like from here. Um, so this is one of the coming of ages. And I think that while Cal is very specific and we really dive into like queerness because, you know, Cal is queer mm-hmm. and diving into her very varied, very complex, romantic, physical, platonic relationships. And she's an actress and these things are very specific to Cal, but the feelings that she's working through and the, the desires are super universal. Everybody wants home. Everyone wants stability of some sort. Everyone wants to not hate themselves. And I think that, um, yeah, Cal is just working through that in real time under her own specific circumstances. Now you kind of push it right now and I'm, and I'm wording my words very carefully because I don't want to spoil the movie or anything like that. But, um, like Sophia, um, before you were a director, you were an actress as well. Allie kind of said she related to a lot of stuff. Uh, Mary, maybe you could chime in as well. Did you guys also go through some of those auditions that she went through where it was just sort of like, no, before you even walk through the door or it, it was tough. Yeah, I mean, 100%. When I first moved to the city, I'm a non-union actor, and I also do theater. And um, I would wake up at 4 a.m. in Uptown, go take a train to Midtown, go to an audition center that wasn't even open yet, but that had this, like, dinky little lined piece of paper taped up to the front doors that just said non-union list. And there would be, like, maybe four other names on the list, and I would just, like, get that number five spot. Go back Uptown get my hair and makeup on, eat breakfast, practice the song that I'm going to do for the audition, go back to Midtown, and then sit and sit and sit and sit and sit, and then either not get seen, or, yeah, the second I walk through the door, they're not even looking at me when I'm singing the song or doing the monologue. And I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> so I definitely related to that part of people's journey as an actress. Um, it's tough out here. Okay. And uh, Mary, you're... Um... Granted, um, I didn't read where you were the actress, but did you have similar experiences when you were trying to break in? Um, I am not an actress, have never been an actress, don't plan on being an actress, but um, I think that... Yeah, smart, for real. <laughs> but I think that it's a, um, like Sophia said, it's tough out here. It's incredibly uh, challenging to be an indie filmmaker and also the biggest challenge I think a lot of people face in New York is building community uh, and building creative community that they feel confident with. So until I had met Sophia and Ali, I felt like I I was floundering in my creative community and trying to find people that aligned with my goals as well. And then I found Sophia and Ali. Okay. And like one of the, like, God, it's hard to word this question. So I'm going to say it so I don't spoil the movie. Um, what do you think was the biggest struggle during this movie? The idea of what success is or just being loved? 
because I think she struggles with both of those um, yeah. throughout this entire movie. Yeah. So, so is the question like, what is what is Cal's biggest struggle? Yeah. What was Cal's biggest thing? Because she jumps into both worlds, um, where it's there's God. Uh, all right, I worded my question so I don't tell any iota of the movie, but. She she struggles with that because it's sort of like both elements are there, but it almost like she has to sacrifice one for the other. Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, at the heart of Cal and what is getting in the way of her career, what's getting in the way of her solidifying her friendships and fostering her friendships is insecurity. Um, I think Cal's biggest struggle is really coming to coming to accept who she is as a person and accepting that there are flaws and knowing that's okay while also looking to improve herself and trying to be a better person for herself and the people around her. So I would say that, yeah, Cal's biggest, biggest struggle is her insecurity. Um, it kind of prevents her and gets in the way of basically everything. I think you can always track it back to, um, that you know it, it's something i i work on with my with my therapist actually where it's like um okay well why are you afraid of this thing and it's like oh i don't want to go to this party well why don't you want to go to this party and then you go you keep going down and down and down and for cal it's this fear of being hated wow um and like sophia directing this how do you tap into the um the cast mindset when they say things like what do you do just hey no one likes you in the scene all right get out of here or hey remember the what is the most awkward do you do you give notes like that the most awkward time in your life and go <laughs> um, I only had to do that one time um for this I can't, I'm not gonna spoil it there's only one scene and it's toward the end just a cow scene. Um, because it was necessary to get, um, I don't really like to like yell that kind of direction. I kind of, we do a lot of rehearsals before we start shooting and we just sort of like naturally through that process, um, find those moments of like, okay, how does it feel when these two people are talking to each other, but not to you? Okay. How does it feel like, especially with Bobby, um, in like this dinner scene with like Cal, Jacob and Emily, like I was like curious how, you know, Jorge, the actor, felt being on the outskirts of the conversation. And what is that like? And have you ever seen your friend interact with people like this? And it's like more questions throughout the rehearsal process. And then trusting that when, you know, we say action on set, that stuff sticks sticks with the actors. And, you know, my job was very easy. These are amazing actors. Um, and, you know, I think it also let the rehearsal process also let there be a lot of spontaneity on the set and um we improved in and out of scenes and you know there were so many funny moments of improv um that unfortunately are not in the actual film but there are some that are that are there but it's just like I look back at those moments so fondly because I'm like oh my gosh like that was just such a perfect group of actors to be working on my first feature with okay and um uh, Mary um, I, I feel you had a hand in this because a lot of the scenes, granted it was around New York, but they, they made it seem so relatable and so normal. Did I, I attribute that to you because how was it like, Hey, um, what's the best place to feel awkward? All right, I know a place it, 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 like, <laughs> um, 
I attribute yeah. that to you, but is, is that seriously? Is that how it worked with the house? I think that all all three of us had ideas on where we wanted to film certain scenes. Uh, this there was a very specific uh, New York experience that all three of us had had, and we pulled different pieces from that. So for the busking scene when Bobby's just trying to make rent, Sophia had shot in Maria Hernandez Park before, so. You know, Sophia was very uh, adamant that, like, that's the spot to do it. Uh, the bar scene or the East Village sequence is, I'm so sorry, I have sound effects over here. Um, the East Village sequence in which Em and Cal are having their dreamy time together, Ali had that experience and had um, certain places that she wanted to shoot in. And so they all came together um kind of seamlessly. And then I just did the work of logistically, how do we get there and how do we get our crew and our, our entire team together to make it work? So I think that it was all of us, all three of us had ideas of what felt real and felt right for this movie. And we all had to work together to make it happen. Okay. Hey, here's a question I want to ask all three of you. And this is not spoiling the movie, but I I just want to know for my own personal, um, is Bobby a real person? It has to be based on a real person because Bobby, I, I I know a few Bobbies in my life. Um, so yes, no is is it amalgam of every Bobby in uh, our collective lives? I think that Bobby for me is an amalgamation of a lot of people I know. The you know there's a lot of artists in New York that have the ambition and the drive that Bobby does, and. I think that I have a little bit of that in me. You know, you want to you want to make something happen, and so you go out and do it. And that's the big, also the big difference between Cal and Bobby. A lot of the time is Bobby is driven. Bobby is uh, optimistic. Bobby knows what it takes to make their dreams come true, and Cal thinks things will happen for her or and her. or be given to her. Yeah. So I think that all of these characters are an amalgamation of. Um, of people we know and I've met a ton of Bobbies and I think that I have some Bobby in me as well. Okay. Um, one other thing, um, since this is out and I don't think I'm spoiling anything by now, but you guys have hit the festival scene. You guys Mm -hmm. have, you guys kind of ducked in a little bit, looked at the screener, see how people reacting. Well, how are people reacting to this? Oh, yes. Honestly, I am like, I have these a million pinch me moments every time we show the film. Um, I'm always shocked with how much people relate to the film, especially because it's so personal. But again, they do say like the the more personal you get, the more universal it is. Um, and I wrote a very uh, personal story. Um, so I think for me, you know, the sign of success and and kind of what uh, what your question boils down to is. We showed the movie recently at Provincetown Film Festival. And on our Thursday showing, there was a ton of folks, I would say 35 and under. Um, and, you know, a few folks came up to us after the screening and were like, I just graduated college. You hit the nail on the head. This is exactly what it's like. And then, so, you know, and that felt amazing. And then on our Saturday showing, we had honestly mostly folks that were 60 and up and hearing raucous laughter from 70 year olds 60 year olds at these moments in our 
film that are so young and so personal and so like 22 was I would say in some ways even more validating and folks coming up to me at the end and being like that's exactly what it was like I remember it like thank you for kind of bringing me back to that um and a tagline that we use for the film is we hope it makes you feel 22 again or at least extremely happy that you're not anymore um so so that's something we kind of had throughout we wanted it to feel really personal we wanted it to feel like you were there i i remember showing a proof of concept to um my parents friends when I, i threw them a dinner we sophia and i like sang a song for them um Try, we like, we're trying to raise money for the film. We walked away with like $2,000, which was absolutely incredible. Um, but I remember one of my dad's friends who's like, you know, 76 years old was like, I was there. Like I, I was there, not just like watching it. I felt like I was there, but like, I remember mm-hmm. and it kind of transported me back to that time. So, um, yeah, does that answer your question? Yes, it does. And it, I have a, a very selfish kind of final question because I know we're up against it. It's very selfish. I, I, I just want to come out and say it. Um, look, this film gave me new characters, people to root for, people to just kind of look into. So I'm very curious how this, uh, and I'm wording this very carefully, how this movie ended. I kind of want to see more. And it left. So will there be a sequel or follow-up? Will we see Bobby and something else? Uh, just yeah. like okay. they're, they're right there for the taking. I mean, like... I know. I, you know, that's something that we've talked about before because I think these characters, even, even ancillary characters, because they're all based on folks we know and love, and so I think they are very real and actualized in the film... Um, they all have their own stories to tell. And Sophia, Mary Elizabeth, and I have toyed with the idea of like, I think maybe there is like a February at 32 or like an April at 29. Like, I really do feel like you can, you can play with these characters and in this format. And I would love to drop in on Emily, Jacob, uh, Emily, Jacob, Bobby. Like I would just, Adrian, you know, like I would love to drop in on any of these characters for a month in their life, five plus years after 22. I think there's, they're, they're all really actualized and interesting and you root for them and they're all kind of real. Yeah. Um, and one, one, this is not really a question. This is more of a yes or no question. Yeah, I take that back. It is a yes or no question. This is the final, 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 final question. Um, that all three of you, that during the screenings, during who you've shown, family, friends, anyone ever get a text, pull you to the side, or give you a phone call, or just say, that's me, isn't it? That it just, <laughs> if they just point to a character, that's, that's me, right? Okay. Has that happened? You don't have to tell me who, but that has happened. Okay, uh, okay. I'm getting the head nod over there. Mary, I'm, Mary Elizabeth, looking at your direction. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Sophia, you directed this thing. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I didn't write it, so I feel like Allie was the one that got most of those questions, and oh, I'm God. sure she got plenty of them. <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, look, my, my friends are beautiful, complex, interesting, inspiring people um, who have been incredibly generous with letting me uh, have them inspire the film. Um 
So very grateful. You know who you are, and I have been roasted for it. So. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for your time. I know we're up against it. Thank you for putting up with my technical difficulties. And um, you guys are welcome back to the podcast anytime, especially if you're doing February at 23, July at 39, whatever you want to do. Um, I, I'll be here right here waiting on you. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure I put all the stuff on our social media just so people can see this and they can have their own feelings, whatever those feelings are of how they were at 22. Thank you so much, Sam. This was really special. This was so fun. Thank you. Yeah, so All much right. fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Thank you. And there you have it. I want to thank Allie, Sophia, and Mary Elizabeth. And please, if it's around your area, just Google August at 22. You can find it wherever you check out a screening, get a VOD, check it out wherever you can check it out. It's a great movie. I thank the uh, ladies of Lady Park Productions uh, for stopping over and we get a chance to talk about it a little bit. So please check them out wherever they are. It's called August at 22. That's the name of the movie. It's a pretty deep movie. I like it and I'm glad those ladies gave me just a tad bit of their time. So um, this was kind of, this was a good podcast. This was great. But if you're still in the podcast mood, you need to check out my buddies at the Act Accordingly podcast with Bash and Z. Yes, Bash and Z, those are my buddies. Uh, please check them out. Um, see what they are. You know, the whole crew, Bash, Z, the great, yes, the great DJM80, and sometimes AJ. Sometimes AJ. Um, so, yeah, check them out. Act Accordingly podcast with Bash and Z. They are also wherever podcasts can be found. And also... If you're paying attention, this week is the WNBA All-Star Game. And I don't want to spoil anything, but one thing Bash and Z love, 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 love is the WNBA. I'm sure they're going to break down everything that happened in the WNBA All-Star Games, the ups, the downs, the in-betweens, everything. This probably is a three, maybe four-part podcast. They love that WNBA. So please check them out. Tell them Sam sent you. And when you ask about the WNBA, just tell them Sam sent you because, man, they love that WNBA. So check them out and my buddies at the Act Accordingly Podcast with Bash and Z. Um, so that's enough of me for right now. I want to thank you guys for checking us out today. Please visit our sponsors. Again, I can't thank these ladies enough. Allie, Sophia, and Mary Elizabeth of Lady Parts Productions. Um, please check out August at 22. And um, that's enough of me right now. Everything related to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Your home for everything related to the podcast. Uh, you could talk to us. You get us on the socials at Just Talking with Sam, No G and Talking. Just Talking with Sam, No G and Talking on at uh, Facebook and Instagram. You can always email the show at Just Talking with Sam, No G and Talking at gmail.com uh, with your questions, comments, comments, concerns, whatever you need. And I can be reached on Twitter at Sam Show Eleven. So that's enough of me right now. Um, I will see you guys later. Peace out.